1: Hello, welcome to another episode of Ugh, Not Without My Sister. Beatrice, stop my it, sister. I'll do it. No,
2: hello, welcome to another episode of Not Without My Sister, where today's topic is, surprise, surprise, Rosemary. <laughs> so, Rosemary, you've had one baby and I've had four, but we're here to talk about you. Mine is the most recent. No, I'll start again. Hello, welcome to another episode of Not Without My Sister. Oh my, my God, sister. you sound like you're one in the Hunger Games. What? Oh. <laughs> what was her name again? Hello, and welcome to the 75th Annual... Hunger Games. Um, I have no idea what her name is. I'm not great with names. I couldn't Mitzi, even remember Mitzi that. Van Muffin or something. I couldn't even remember no, that TV show today. today. <laughs> what was it? She says to me today. I actually, oh no, I, I wrote it down. In stupid Google. I'll tell docs. you. I'll tell what you. What did you say? I was like, it's like that that TV show about that guy, you know, who like catfishes the women, the flicking flocker. No, no, you didn't say, even say catfishes the women. I did say catfish. No, no. Excuse me. About five minutes previously when I had tried to think of his name the first time I said catfishes. So if you were keeping up yes. with my train of thought. No, no, thought, you, you had just talked about catfishing yes. and then you went. Correct. Moved on from catfishing and then I'll in your brain. No, no, it was, brain, the, it was no, no. the same topic. Okay, well, it didn't seem like the same topic. And then you said, it's like that, you know, that TV show, you know, like Flock and Flicker. Yeah. And I, like Makes a sense. genius, went, the Tinder swindler. Excuse me, what I actually said was, you know, that one with the guy, you know what I'm trying to say? Flock and Flicker. Makes sense kind of rhymes tinder swindler flock and flicker do not rhyme okay onomatopoeia oh no that's not the right one it's not the right <laughs> one at all oh my god oh my god I always thought you were really smart until back just now back in fifth year I was 30 years ago that's not oh, quite the right one. is it probably is 28 years ago oh my god thought we'd do a little update about me. <sighs> have an age today. About me and how mm-hmm. I'm getting on in the fourth trimester. How do you feel about the term the fourth trimester? By the I way? never heard it before you suggested it. Did you not? No. I live in a bubble. You do. You live in a bubble of crime novels and, and books about work. I'm reading a great book today called Runner, actually, given to me by a guy at work who I don't think believed me when he said he spent the weekend reading thriller novels. And I said, oh, my God, I love a good thriller. He's like, really? And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, I'll bring it into you. I think he was really like, she's going to say only joking I only read Pride and Prejudice and he brought it in and look on the bottom a what's this called what's this thing called oh I can't remember an endorsement but that's not it no it's like I can't even remember oh can't remember Lee Child Lee Child has written what has he said breathless smart and completely convincing a huge talent I'm obviously that's like your Russian accent breathless smart and completely convincing (laughs) oh funny i'm obviously behind the behind the times though because uh, i realized i was like this must be a new writer that i've never heard of published in 2014 so it's not patrick lee excellent anyway can i also say i can't believe you brought your book to the podcast recording yeah it's gonna be that that boring i thought that was optimistic of me actually well i did it was an accident i had it in my hand i didn't want the children to steal it anyway you should read it after me but i have to give it back to my colleague. Well, I still have to read 56 Hours, the last one you gave me. Oh yeah, that was good as well by an Irish author. Yeah, Yeah, I can't remember her name. name. It was a very good, it was actually, you know what, that had a real twist. Now, I am not somebody who necessarily sees twists coming, but this one, I absolutely did not see coming. (laughs) Right? Like sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes I go, oh yeah, of course, there's inevitably a twist. This one, Twisted up right in front of me, and I was shocked. You're you know actually what? ridiculous. I usually don't see twists coming, but this one I especially didn't see. <laughs> I <laughs> super you know, didn't see. You know, yeah, this one. I, this one I I doubly didn't see. But you know what? I was really sad. Like the twist was was sad because up until then it had just been like a gung ho thriller, like you know, flying by the seat of your pants thriller. And I was real like, oh yeah, and it was kind of sexy, and they had the whole thing, like the, I liked. I was rooting for everybody in it, and then the twist a violent twist I was suddenly like just got very bleak mm. and sad and I was like oh, I'm not sure I'm in the mood for not this not what I wanted to happen I was very mm, actually actually potentially you should put that one on the back burner for a while now that I My think God. about the plot sorry I heard the baby your baby saying actually today oh it's not even saying actually anymore. First it was the Mofifi <sighs> went by the wayside. The, you know, the speech therapy is really working out. I was about to say, do you know what's really sad? Is that I like bring him to multiple doctors to have him assessed, to have him whatever, examined. Like, why is he not speaking? Blah, blah, blah. Then I bring him to speech therapy. I like I cajole him. Sp, sp spark, st st. Then today he's like star. I'm like, oh, he's talking proper, like. I know it was much cuter when he was calling me Mo Fifi. So Keefee. cute! I know, but so listen, cute. now we have another baby who'll be cute. Yeah, but he's probably going to be a good speaker. And like, there's something oh, very cute. I about don't know. This? He's not making any consonant sounds yet. Excuse me, he's five months. I know. There's. The, I, I've, I've been reading all the things where it's like he should be gurgling by now. He's not really gurgling. Totally he just gurgling. Goes, uh, <laughs> that's what gurgling is. That's. I don't know if you're familiar with my friend Carrie. Recently I reminded her of her propensity when her kids were I'm talking like three months old and they go Oh genius he's reciting Harry Potter. Well, this is like Finn. Every time the baby makes a noise, he goes, oh, He said hi. Yeah, but thing is Finn is seven. And oh, Carrie yeah, true. was like thirty two yeah, 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 okay. when this happened. Thirty. Okay, fair. She'd be like, I'm twenty nine. But anyway, I mean old enough to know better. But you know, that's that's parental pride, I suppose. I'm the opposite. I'm like, no, that he didn't say anything. I was very proud of him in the very early days. I mean, well, I'm not proud of him. We can't do anything. But I was proud of him in the early days when when I felt like he could hold his head up a lot more than like your floppy babies, if you know what I mean. That I was like, oh, he's got great head control. My floppy babies? No, one's floppy babies. My floppy babies. (laughs) So competitive. Are you floppy baby shaming? No, Beatrice. No. No. (laughs) What I'm saying is (laughs) that when he was very young, he could hold his head. And I was like, oh, he's got great head control. Which I thought would then lead into... Oh, he's like sitting up, you know, way before he should be, and he's doing this, he's doing that. No, he's but it's not it doing ridiculous. Anything ahead the things of time. We're, we're proud of, like I know. I'm so proud of him sitting up, literally nothing to do with us. What should I, I, read? I read? And also a- nothing to do with him. He was oh just yeah, like hundred percent. Like, I read a thing the other day about your looks. You know, it was about like these are these are attributes for which you can claim no credit. And yeah. even though I know that, you know, it was like this kind of reminder of people should not put in them and yet it's how we judge people like how does that make sense now i know you could argue that oh you know this person has a lovely smiley face but i'm a very nice yeah. person and i do not smile oh my god same oh. same and i'm sad now that the masks are gone well that the masks are going i'm still wearing a mask to like most packed places but i'm sad because i really enjoyed people not being able to see my resting bitch face that i was, you know i was like they can probably imagine by my eyes that i could be smiling and i'm not never smiling well i was in a group setting the other day very serious, you know, relatively serious. And I didn't have my phone and there was a break and I met up with the person, this person that I know, you know, and they were like, oh my God, did you get my text? And I go, no, I didn't see it. I don't have my phone. I said, what did it say? Something about my resting bitch face? And they go, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I pick up my phone and it says basically smile. You like, you look like your, <sighs> your face is like thunder. Right. So then I smile. So then I sit there actively smiling. I get another text. Stop smiling! You look like a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the hell? That's just really rude. That's just somebody going. I don't like your face." Sorry, that's what that was. Rude, very rude. Well, anyway, back to your fourth trimester. So, back to me, back to you. So, masks are going away. Your baby, oh. you have a floppy baby. He sat up once. No, he's, he's ne- no, 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 no. He's never sat up. On his own. Anyway, oh. I just I just thought it'd be interesting to talk about how. Things have been going and then to talk about how things were going for you in your fourth trimester. Excuse me. You're the one in your fourth trimester. I'm the interviewer. So we're here with you, Rosemary, today in your fourth trimester. And, you know, I'm sorry I ever suggested this. Maybe we should just start again. And I'd like Do you want to? No. And I'd like to know, is it everything you thought it would be? Is it does it match up to the. Visions of sugar plum pansies <laughs> dancing around your city room, <laughs> sitting room that you had. No, or well, number one, your sitting room got a little bit more jam packed. Oh because my god, of furniture. <gasps> Sorry, speaking of which, you know the bouncer. So not the jumperoo, but the bouncer that you put him in. It kind of vibrates and he just kind of can bounce in it. The one that I brought over today. Oh yeah, the one right. where they lay, like they're they're laying down. Yeah, on their but, back, like at an angle. Yeah, at a, well it's so this is it. No longer at an angle because who climbed into it the other day? Only Vinny, all seventy pounds of him, oh. the dog the pit bull climbed into it got into a ball and then I went Vinny get out he just like crouched down even further into it sent it out put the baby into it and he just went straight down onto the ground like flat <laughs> we're going to put it in the bin it's Vinny totally bent the whole stretched. thing I know well at least um, I was about to say at least he didn't pee in it but I suppose that wouldn't make any difference it I mean it I feel like, like it, right, now, now. right now all these animals are just peeing on they're doing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they yeah. Are. The, the animals have taken over. But, so the animals have taken over. Your dog is peeing all over the place. There's kid, kitty junk everywhere. The other day you said, I feel like my, I said, I said something like, I feel like my kids are ignoring you, or ignoring, not you, me. And you went, my kid's ignoring me, which I thought was an interesting comment based on the fact that you have a four month old. What were you expecting? Tell us. Maybe I was talking about the boys though. No, you were oh. not. You said my baby's ignoring me sometimes I do feel like when I'm in the room with him and I'm trying to talk to him, he's not looking at me, he's looking at at other things and I'm enjoying, like I like that he's like seeing things and enjoying the room but I'm also like, hi, I'm here like paying attention to you. Although I did enjoy last week he met Brandon's dad's friend who he's met before when he was very, very tiny but met again and then he made Strange and I was like, oh, Atlas, be nice to Debbie and inside I was like, yes, <laughs> loved a- me. You know what I mean? I was yes. like, finally, finally a note of differentiation that like, he realises I'm his mom. We're like, finally these... 24-7 hours of attention and yeah. no sleep are paying off. I have Finally, one I've moment. been validated by this tiny amoeba. No, sorry. Uh, like, expectations. You know, like, I obviously heard all the things where it's like, oh, you know, you can't expect anything. It's all very unpredictable. You know, your baby might sleep, it might not sleep, it might do this, it might do that. But I just thought that, I actually wrote about this last week. You read it. I thought that it was going to be much more, so I, there was kind of, there's kind of a romanticization of, the days and weeks immediately after giving birth, right? That You think you're going to be at home in this really like cocoon of love. You know, people are like, enjoy the newborn bubble. People said that to me, like, enjoy the bubble, take it easy, enjoy the bubble. There is no fucking bubble. Objective question for the audience. Did you try to enjoy the bubble on day seven? Oh, no, sorry. You were painting the fireplace. It wasn't day seven. It was about day 14, but I was was insane. Like, looking back now, I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was like, what was I doing painting that fireplace? But it wasn't just that. So I mean No, I it was everything. Like and this is not a criticism, right? You know that. I do think like you have been very go 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 since you had this baby, like right? more active than you were before. Before that, you were the kind of person who'd be like, Well, I bought the paint at some point that fireplace is magically going <laughs> to Good paint itself. Yeah. 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 On day 14, with like postpartum post C section, you were on your hands and knees painting and I may may tell you beautiful fireplace but what do you feel do you think you should have taken it easier I mean or you just do you think it was fine like you know do you feel like you were hard on yourself or not hard on yourself still hard on yourself potentially you know do you Um, think I think there's a lot of I, I found there was a lot of guilt associated with you know online forums and like no matter what you were doing it wasn't the right thing or like the right outcome? Like what was the biggest surprise to you in terms of like what you expected, maybe breastfeeding or what you expected with the baby sleeping or you not sleeping, etc. versus what you thought it would be? I, I just think I thought there were going to be like, I imagined these moments of like all encompassing, overriding everything else love of like me and Brandon and the baby sitting like practically like in front of a fire, like Not even a fire, warmed by our love. yeah. Yeah, hence the fireplace. But in a way, I forgot that life goes on around you, if you know what I mean. And like, Brandon was back to work so quickly. And I also, I found it really frustrating. I think that's why I was so kind of wildly trying to do things, because I was really frustrated by the idea of not being able to do things. And I don't like like being surrounded by mess. So I wouldn't ever really leave things for Brandon to do when he got home. And I'd be like, I have to empty the dishwasher. Like I have to put the baby down. And you know, like the baby cluster feeding, I'd be like, I have to put the baby down. I have to get the baby to sleep because I need to do this or I need to do that instead of going, I don't need to do any of this in hindsight. And you totally said that to me. Is this what you have your hand up in the air for? Go on. I have another question Go on I know that I found it shocking When I had my first baby Not the second Like everybody else said You know When you have your second baby That'll be the shock of your life The you know The jump from one to two But for me it was from zero to one Because I was living in New York And yeah. we were doing Whatever we wanted Living the life Yeah we went out all the time Like we barely cooked You know Yeah. And then suddenly having a baby I felt very trapped at home I wonder if the pandemic I mean you're you're more of a Homebird Yeah Anyway right Like yeah. you definitely like as we As we joke To be at home And to be cozy yeah. and stuff Whereas I was I mean I totally like that now But do you think that Having the pandemic like, do you think it was maybe an easing into that lifestyle potentially? Like, was yeah. it hard for you? I, I get what you're saying, that it was hard because you feel you feel restricted in your like in your ability to do things. You can't, yeah. you know, you couldn't decide I'm going to knit. I'm going to, you do a lot of watching TV. I haven't TV. done a bit of my knitting since that mm-hmm. baby came along. Have you along. done any reading? I've done a bit of reading, but not as much as I would have liked. You've done a lot of writing though. I mean, I do feel like you've been very productive. Yeah, well, I suppose because I started... So I moved from Patreon to Substack and like I signed a contract with Substack for a year from October 1st and he was born on October 5th. How does does one find you on Substack? Oh, uh, rosemarymccabe.substack.com. Thanks, Beatrice. So that wasn't great timing on my part in hindsight. And I think I was like, I'm going to get loads of stuff written ahead of time and get everything scheduled. Of course, I didn't do that. So like I've been working since... The minute he arrived. Now, not working in the sense of working forty hours a week, but working twenty hours a week. You know, but what working I mean? twenty hours a week from like week four, week five. Like you worked, yeah, yeah, very yeah. Early. yeah. Well, from I mean, the day after he was born, I think I was I wrote something in the hospital. I don't know what that was just that was scheduled like for a later that week. Of, I was yeah, of but plugs. like I but like I had signed a contract to have two articles published a week from the week he was born. I think when he was born, I had six written. So oh, I, I had the first say, didn't, three you have, weeks didn't you have like three months worth? Piled up. No, of course I did. That's what I just said. That was the plan, and of course I didn't do that. Of course I didn't. (laughs) Dope. So yeah. So I've so I've been working since early on. Yeah, I think the pandemic definitely prepared me for like, because I was so used to just doing nothing. Right, the isolation as well. I suppose. Yeah, but I've still found it hard. And like, I've definitely in the last couple of weeks, especially, I don't know why. Especially, I think because it's getting. Maybe it's getting a bit milder. Well, the last week, maybe it's getting a bit milder. But I kind of have started to feel a bit, I'm getting a bit cabin feverish. Cabin? Did I say cabin? Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> People in cabin will appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely have started to feel like I would like to get out and about. And if I was at home, I feel like I'd be going, you know, can I come over to your house for a coffee? Will you come over to my house for a coffee? You know, seeing friends, just being a little bit more social, getting out with Atlas. Like, I haven't really... I always imagined as well that when I had a baby, I'd be like, like, really, I was really looking forward to breastfeeding in public because I really wanted somebody to say something to me about it. So I could be like, excuse me, even though in reality, if somebody said something to me about it, I'd probably just start crying. Well, what tell me, for example, when dad said something to you when we went for our lunch. Oh, God, that was. <laughs> so I've only breastfed Atlas in public. I think actually that might be the only No, I breastfed him in public because I went to Proximo for brunch and I breastfed him there as well. And I'm not jealous, right? Because I mean, you know, I'm joking here. Like I had no milk supply, struggled with my milk supply. You luckily have the opposite problem. (laughs) Oh, so basically I this is the first time I brought him out. And also the first time I put on jeans since having him. (laughs) So the whole time I've been wearing black leggings, leggings which like notoriously don't show when things spill on them, really. I don't think right. it was the stain on the trousers. The stain on the trousers really affecting me it was as well. Than, what's that little boy? The what's that little boy? The oh the <laughs> the in Amsterdam? Yeah, the little statue that's peeing. Beatrice. <laughs> that's what it was like. Anyway, what I was going to say was, I was feeding Atlas. I suddenly was like, "Oh my god, is he wet himself?" Dad, right? Up, Oppos- I was getting. To, I was getting there. So I was getting there. Yes. Oppos- okay, opposite there. Philip McCabe. Sitting there, I was like trying to. I was getting all hassled. As he was crying and I was like, put him on the boob, put him on the boob. And then somebody was like, oh my God, he's wet himself, like through his nappy and through his clothes and all the way onto my trout. And I looked down and my boob was just pouring milk onto my lap like a tap. <laughs> and I went, oh my God, and looked over and dad looked over and went, oh my God. <laughs> so <laughs> awful. Oh my God, it was awful. But he I, didn't stop eating his lunch either. No, he didn't. And then I had a big wet patch on my tr- on my trousers. <laughs> my jeans that were already Sorry. really uncomfortable. I was like, why did I bother wearing these? Well, luckily, I mean, luckily the restaurant was empty. Oh my God, absolutely right? empty. Because, I don't know, we arrived at the at the tail end of lunch. And it was, yeah. I mean, it was nice. It was like probably just the beginning of like rules relaxing and mom and dad were already very, I think, on edge because it was the first time they'd been anywhere for like yeah, two yeah, years. Yeah, or yeah. Actually, nearly probably the first time I'd been anywhere. And then you let us down by like pouring milk all over your trousers. It's mortifying. It literally was. It was like I poured it out of a little jug <laughs> in my bra. Horrifying. I tell you what was mortifying more fine was for me. No, the next time I went there I ordered something and this I don't mean random but like one of the waitresses at the far or like managers or whatever at the far end of the restaurant walks over are you Beatrice? And I go yeah. I'm like oh my god my fame precedes me. She goes oh, I used to work in the Starbucks drive-thru over at Coventry. <laughs> <tree." laughs> she goes I recognized you your voice. Yeah, I forgot. I was like, "Oh my god!" I thought you were going to say she listened to the podcast. Sadly, no. <laughs> oh my god, I recognize it from the Starbucks drive-through. That is embarrassing. I know. Mm. Was it that really nice girl, who who, who reminded us of a uh, Kirsten Dunst? Do you remember no. her? No, it was a different one. But like, oh. honestly, I mean, that was the thing. I was literally like, "Oh my god!" You should have seen a. Do- you should have seen Don. He was delighted. Went with all the kids, right? And I looked up and I was like. Oh, Yes, and you can see Don's all expectant, like, oh, who's this? He, then he, she goes, "Recognize you are from Starbucks." And Don was all he could do to not—he looked so evil and smug. So he delight, was delighted with himself. Delighted. Oh, how embarrassing! <sighs> that's more embarrassing. She was than very spilling, nice, spilling my own milk all over. Well, myself. I mean, yes, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I thought, like, I—I I have found breastfeeding easy in the sense that I—I I have enough milk, and that's great right and like I am breastfeeding him and I'm kind of I guess well I don't even think I'm enjoying I'm you neutral are, about it you're enjoying it you're like I'm it. enjoying mean, it but like, if Brandon, Brandon, like to I say, love it. if Brandon was to say I'm gonna give him bottles all the time now from now on you don't need to do anything more You let those boobs shrivel up you'd be like no thanks I'm good well actually Beatrice and maybe I shouldn't say this in the podcast but today I pumped because my boobs have just been getting really full even though I'm still. it's really annoying me anyway so I pumped because because my boob was sore and really full and then I went and had a shower and so it was a bad time to look at myself in the mirror. But Beatrice, it was like a floppy little sack. <laughs> hanging, <laughs> a floppy large sack <laughs> hanging down. I was literally like, Rosemary, you are what? beautiful. Do you, know what, do you know what? Do you know what your recovery could have been in that restaurant? Oh, sorry, I was just putting some milk in my coffee. She so should have just like lifted it up, give it a pop up and just been like, I've seen what dad said. <laughs> you should have put the milk in his coffee. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I forgot that it was your milk. I mean, sorry, I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast. I heated it up in the microwave when the, when Atlas was here a couple of weeks ago. And then I was like, oh, see if this is hot enough. So I tasted, And then I was like, oh, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's I was fine. like, mm, is it fine? I don't know. I think it's like, fine. Mm. Huh. It's like that movie Fresh I watched. Oh, don't no 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 no. You're you're not telling me anything about it. I have to watch oh, it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I watched a movie that was, yeah, Fresh. That was just released on Netflix with Dave Z what's her name? Daisy. Edgar. Edgar Jones. Yeah. Actually liked her a lot, right? And Sebastian Stan from Pam and Tommy or whatever it's called. And it's called Fresh. And I read a review in The Guardian about the writer and the director, both women, both kind of talking a lot about how they wanted to see female representation and it's a kind of a thriller. Well, I obviously totally read what I wanted to read. Comedy thriller I read about, they were saying it's about dating and like that dating for women can be really terrifying. You know, that what men find hilarious or don't even think about, you know, when we talk about like you're walking yeah. down an alleyway and yeah. somebody walks behind you and you kind of whiz, whip your head around mm-hmm. and check, you know, and men don't have to think about this stuff. And it was kind of about how dating could go wrong. So I was like, brilliant. Teed it up, said to Kerry, let's watch this, right? So Kerry, Kim and myself sit down to watch it. 20 minutes into it, they're all like, really? You pick this. I was like, oh, I think I misread Thriller for horror. So then I like quickly pull up the review. It's like, yes, an excellent horror movie. I was like, oh, I hate horror movies. So then we're four minutes from the end. Literally, the funniest line happens. I turn around. We're like, Carrie, what what's the think of that? So not not a great, not a great verdict. But I, I mean, I thought it was good, but it wasn't at all what I was expecting. And I think right now, honestly, post pandemic and just. Like at this point in my life where I just feel jaded by everything at the moment. You should I have just watched want some happy Marry stuff Me to watch. with Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. I thought we were watching that together. Have you oh, watched great. it? No, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, we're going to watch it. But it got a clangor of I a know, review. I I don't like care. clangs no. I don't care. I thought you were refusing to watch I that totally because I got a job with a review. You. No, okay, great. Facey like, said like entirely humorless Jennifer Lopez turns up <laughs> in yet another comedy. <laughs> great. <laughs> great. I cannot wait. Of course Jennifer Lopez is humorless. She doesn't, she doesn't imbibe. She doesn't feel like indulge in anything. She's for judgmental. She I, doesn't though. I don't imbibe and look at me, I'm going to laugh a minute. Now, back to the matter at hand. So, do you find, let's say, so we've talked a little bit about the stresses. Like what are, oh, so, so how sorry, are you feeling? No, no, are you, no, are you in a, are you in a cosy glow of love with your partner? Can I finish what I was going to say about breastfeeding though? Oh, I thought you were finished, sorry. Oh, yeah. Very rude. Sorry. Well, I'm not really sure I remember. what? Where was I going with that? I was saying. Looks uh, great. Oh, shut up. That was what you said. You're in the shower. No, no, no. No, no, no. I was gonna say I thought that I would I don't know, like the way some people talk about breastfeeding, I thought I would love doing it. Sorry. And I kind of imagined Some people, mom. Yes. Mom I just, is the I just only didn't want to say that because I thought mom would be upset if I talked about her boobs on the podcast. No <laughs> You're such a brat. She looks so delighted. <laughs> No, mom just talks about it as like this connection. I mean, of course it is, but i the lo- I'm like nothing nicer in the. I think that's the sentence that creeps me. in. nothing yeah. nicer, nicer in the in world. world. No, nothing more natural in the world. Is I've never also, heard her say that. Have I? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've you definitely have. She out. loves saying it's natural. She loves talking about how god, that's like, where the shape for me. <laughs> you never have to bring anything with you. You don't sterilize bottles. All, you know, it's so handy. You just means you handy. and your boobs. Like it is very handy, right? It's handy, but it also means like it can only ever be you. Yes, which yeah, which is. Yeah, a bit of a pain, but also I just feel like it's a lot more awkward than I thought it was going to be for me. Hmm. And I don't know if that's because my boobs are big, or because one of my nipples hangs way lower than the other, or or is it because you thought that it was that all of these bra tops and short top, whatever, like maternity tops and bras were going to be really helpful? Uh, yeah, and you invested oh yeah, in loads of them. Yeah, and like nursing tops. I thought all that crap, this. In my opinion, I thought that this little flap in the nursing top I was going to just. What did I think? That my nipple was tiny and my boob was tiny and they were both just going to like sneak out the side and nobody was even going to see. No. that does happen to some people though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. I mean, actually, I think a lot of what we see of breastfeeding because we see it in say like the odd movie or... Do we even? I mean, do we? I really try to think like when's the last time I've seen a depiction of breastfeeding like that was not actually somebody breastfeeding. I'm trying to think that too. I'm trying to think too that I... And I suppose when people are breastfeeding, I don't really look, you know what I mean? As in, like, like not that you're like, don't look at that, but, you, but you're but you trying not to make someone feel uncomfortable or stare or whatever. But I basically just feel like there is no way for me to breastfeed in public without pretty much my entire boob being out because I have to hold the baby in a certain way and get my boob around. Like, it doesn't just pop into his mouth, do you know what I mean? I have to, like, pull my boob up, wedge it into his gob. I usually have to put a burp cloth underneath the side of his head because he's a real drooler. So otherwise we end up getting milk everywhere. Like, so it's just all a lot more stressful, I think. So when, when I've tried, yeah. And when I've tried to do it in public, I've just felt a bit like frazzled. Or but even a lot when of people, I was trying to do it here in the early days, I was getting a bit like, ooh, a lot of people though like will put, you know, like sheer scarves, et Oh yeah, but over him. you didn't him. want to do that, right? Well, I didn't want to do that, but I also don't feel like I could do that because I need to keep looking at him to make sure he's still got the, the nipple in his mouth. Or mm. like what happens at, at lunch when I look away and I'm chatting, the nipples out of his mouth and there's milk everywhere. <laughs> And he's just looking around having a great time. And is it's he? like dairy dare Mageddon. That doesn't really work.
0: Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues
1: Okay. So, what are the, tell me, so
2: tell me about, but, but probably having this baby has brought yourself and Brandon much closer. Is that, is that an accurate statement? <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> I hate him. No, you do. I don't. know I don't. I love him, but I frequently hate him since we had this baby. I hate him when he's asleep, when I'm not asleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I resented I hate that a lot. I yeah. was, and I, I, no matter what side of the bed I was lying on, I found a reason that the other side of the bed would be more convenient for me. And Don was getting in the way. Of like mm-hmm. any facilitation Of me minding the baby We've actually swapped Sides of the bed Several times yeah. Since we had the oh, baby Probably yeah. for that reason mm-hmm. So again I'm really angry with him When he's asleep Which is a lot Which is all night basically I'm really angry with him seething The other side of the bed <laughs> I just I mean I, Like I'm I'm, fr- I'm, fr- I'm finding things frustrating Sometimes like Stupid stuff like when I empty the dishwasher and I'm like, Brandon could have done this. He Are you tired to maybe? Up to the baby. I mean, I am, that's I am a tired. huge part yeah, of it, right? I am tired. And I also think for the first six to eight weeks, I, I was like, I was just was not in the right mind, if that makes sense. Like I wasn't thinking straight. I was like really like, I mean, obviously everybody knows this, but like when you're in it, you're like, oh my God, I'm the only pregnant person. I'm the, I'm the only like postpartum person who's not got totally emotional. So. I'm, I mean, tot- I'm totally I'm totally well adjusted And then afterwards I'm like, oh, it was totally emotional. So I don't know if this is an appropriate thing to ask you, but um, do you wanna to apologise to me for some of how rude you were to me in those <laughs> no, six weeks? Because you already have that recording of me in the hospital that was on drugs that was saying that was pre baby. But you just said for the You took advantage of you me. You just said for the no, six weeks You took weeks advantage afterwards. of me and therefore I'm not apologizing ever again for, for my mood or my reactions or anything. Do you want to apologize for like any of the times you just cried at me and I've been like, it's fine. Do you want to? Peaches, like, do you want to I... apologize for any time you've cried at me? And I've said it's fine. For never cried, you. You're actually crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> was such an Egypt. Well, I'm not going to humiliate you, but I accept your apologies. So keep going. <laughs> apologies. This has gone from I'm not apologizing once to apparently I've apologized several times. But look at how happy I am right now. So You're it's so happy thinking about the idea of somebody saying sorry to you. That's pathetic it's absolutely pathetic <laughs> between that and the girl who recognized you from the Starbucks queue this is a this is a bad episode it's a low for key you fame. This, is, this is a low moment is what it is uh, i mean no i don't think it has really bro- i mean i don't think it's brought us closer i don't think it's brought us further apart but like we're definitely not in this bubble of that I imagined. You know what I mean? I was like, we're going to have a baby. It's going to bring us so much closer. We're going to be like so doting on each other and doting on our baby. We're not doting. We're doting on our baby entirely separately from one another. And then we're like glaring at each other across the room. I'm glaring at him. He's actually being like, he's, well, in my head, I'm like, he has no reason to be annoyed with me. I'm perfect. Well, do you remember when, um, do you remember when you were born? That is not accurate. Do you remember when, <laughs> do you remember when Um, Attawas was born? And, you know, you you were saying, I was, you were on the phone to me, like I, I, I've i been sitting in this chair for six hours and I can't do anything. I can't, I can't move. And I was like, you know, you could put Atlas down in the bassinet, you know, and obviously I don't mean this, you know, it's, it's easy to say. And I was like, listen, in no time you'll have, I was about to say him or her, God, I'm so PC right now. You'll have him, not PC, you'll have him like, you know, strapped, you'll have him in the baby Bjorn, you'll have him in the, what's that blankety thing called? Just the swaddle, the, you'll have him rap. in the wrap or oh, whatever, yeah, yeah. right? And you'll, or you'll, you know, you'll be grand, you'll have them under one arm, you'll have, I was like, you know, don't worry about it, like, you'll be able to do, because you were, you were literally like, remember at one point I called you and you're like, I'm starving, it's 4pm and I haven't had any lunch because I can't stand up, you know, and now you around. And I probably around. had like a 2,000 calorie breakfast as well, I'm like, I'm so Rosemary. hungry. Rosemary, Rosemary, don't be so mean to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> do not being mean to accurate, oh, but you know, like there's a certain point where you just kind of—I mean, over time, you know, you get on with it and like you figure it out, and like then you're walking around, you're putting on the kettle, and you're making tea, and you're cleaning up, and you have the baby under one arm, or you have the baby on the mat, but like you find ways to, you know, to get things done because you kind of have to. You can't sit in a chair. I mean, yeah. certainly, Ish. Yeah. you can, right? You can sit in that chair, yeah. and you should for as many hours as you want holding the baby on your knee. But like, if you want to get up and make a cup of coffee, or if you want yeah. to make yourself a sandwich, there's nothing wrong with putting the baby down, etc. Brandon with two kids. Already behind him, like, well, still in his life, not behind him, like two kids. Yeah. Two kids under two his Two babies, babies yeah, under his belt, yeah. yeah. Do you think that he is, is he, is he an excellent multitasker? No. What? No. And also he, like, he doesn't put the baby down. Sometimes I'm like, why don't you... You know, like if I'm emptying the dishwasher, I'm like, "Why don't you go and have your shower and just put the baby down there?" And he's like, "No, no, I'll, I'll wait till you're finished. So you can take the baby." You know what I mean? Like, he, like he definitely doesn't love putting the baby down. Well, like he'll, he'll put the baby down if the baby's happy, but if the baby is tired and like starts to kind of whimper or cry or something, like I would be more inclined to go. He can whimper and cry there for two minutes while I'm doing this. Whereas Brant, like now, yeah, in the beginning I wasn't. You know what I mean? In the beginning I was like, "I can't put him in will Cry. I can't put him here." But he also would cry. Like he would not be put on his back. Like on the mat, in his, in his, in either of his two bassinets, in his crib, that baby was so spoiled, in his snuggle me organic lounge pillow. Well, I would so that actually is a great segue to, you were a very well equipped and well prepared first time mom. You had a well lot of... Well prepared is incorrect. Well equipped is Well equipped. You had yeah. lots of great... Lots of stuff. Lots of great all stuff, the stuff. Lots yeah. of great equipment definitely lots of clothes. So much clothes. The $1,500 bassinet that rocked him Do gently you to sleep with white noise. Do you have any recommendations? I'd like to hear an update on the snoo, and I definitely want to know what your recommendations would be around newborn baby clothes. The snoo, so if anybody's never heard of this, it's a responsive bassinet that responds to baby's cries and gently rocks him to sleep and uses white noise to calm him. Brandon has a friend who bought our snoo from us because she used it for her first baby and she said it was amazing. It didn't work for us because he didn't like being, being laid in his back he didn't like being swaddled and he just screamed and, and, and was it a gentle white noise from your perspective it was a gentle white noise the rocking was a bit violent sometimes oh yeah you sent me that video literally you were like yeah, yeah. watch this <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> poor <laughs> baby I like, know rocking back and forth at high speed I know it looked like he needed a bra for his cheeks like he'd be like <laughs> raw, and his cheeks would be going 90 <laughs> god bless I know poor him Some like the odd time it worked when he'd be like just waking up and it would kind of like rock him back to sleep but it, once he started crying, he just got more and more hysterical as it was like shaking him. Do you know what I mean? So it just it, it just didn't work for him. I'm sure it would work for some kids. I mean, Don... You can rent no, it. So what I would say is to rent it and try yeah, see it. see if and it then works for you. If it works for you, great. You can keep renting it. It's true because every baby is entirely different. Like, But Don is actually a human snoo. Oh my God. So Don takes that baby and... He, but he rocks it. I... It. He rocks babies, plural, ferociously hard. And mom would always be like behind his back and... Do you think that's safe? you yeah, rocking that baby very yeah, hard. You know what it is? It's 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 not this sounds kind of silly now, but it's not a loose rocking. Or
1: the no, baby no, isn't baby knocking is gripped, around. The baby is gripped, so squashed. Yeah, yeah, He the has that squashed. baby like
2: yes, yeah. like held like an American vice grip in yeah. his arms, and then he. But but the ferocious rocking yeah. actually and and the passing and yeah, watch. That's actually a business idea that we should. I should have looked at Don and said rented him out. <laughs> 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 I could have you in one building, milk excreting milk I was about to say that's the wrong producing milk and Dawn oh. then just like in the next barn rocking babies ferociously day tonight. night I'd just be sitting here living the highlights counting your money God be amazing well unfortunately you've only got one Dawn and one me that's fine once you what are you doing you're just you're just being milked milk. yeah you're just being milked I'm just passively I'm just reading my book while I'm being milked God it'd be great anyway anyway so I would recommend like trying the new, but you know what also like I'm sorry we got the new because it was so expensive I felt really stressed like the baby has to sleep in the new it was expen- it was so expensive like this cannot have been a waste of money do you know what I mean I feel a lot like that about furniture that I bought in the house before I had pets and before I had oh, kids yeah. like that I the white you couches know, well yeah but like I also invested in you know like this gorgeous table this is my or like rugs before mm, we got the dog mm. love this rug Rug now currently has like a hole the size of football in it. And what are all these sports analogies? Listen to me, and then so sporte. I know. And then the other rug from West Elm had to be rolled up yesterday because the dog came downstairs, didn't even bother. Like she's literally like, "Why would I go outside to the freezing cold when to pee I have my on the pee grass? rug right here? When I have woolen grass right here prepared <laughs> for me to pee on?" I mean, and she looks marched over. I mean, it's just like you last week where you were like telling the story of your dog peeing on the on the rug as a like. Can you believe what the dog has done? Yeah. And the dog marches in in front of you. Yeah. Locks yeah. eyes with you. Yeah. Raises one leg. He didn't even bother me. Oh, he squat just squatted. Just peed. all over the place. I know. Absolute dickhead. These guys don't appreciate us. No, they don't. So, yeah. This new... Um, the baby clothes... Rent it. Yeah, rent it. The baby clothes... <laughs> I mean, he's been very cute and very well dressed. Very and I've enjoyed all of our baby clothes. However... Did we need them? No. Could you get away with, you could get away with actually like three pairs of trousers, three vests, three jumpers and three pyjamas for nothing What nighttime. about those newborn clothes that you bought that I was like, you know, Brandon's pretty tall. You're probably not going to need a lot of those newborn clothes. I mean, because I was so determined that he'd wear everything. He did wear everything. But like the newborn clothes he only wore for about the first two weeks. So... But like you wash things so often that you actually just don't like you could you, you put on a wash every other day or every, every three days. So you only need three days worth of outfits. You know I mean? more meant like any baby over six pounds really could happily just be in a zero to three months. Oh, you know yes. what I mean? Like Sorry. the newborn yeah. is adorable. But like if you really only want them to wear it once, unless they're, you know what I mean? Obviously, if they're small babies, it's fine. Yes. Yeah. But you could also happily get by with zero to three They just be a little bit baggy in the crotch. Yeah. And like what I, w- if you're trying to look not to, you know, not to have stuff Outgrown yeah. in three. What weeks. I would recommend is buying, say, a onesie, a vest, pants—basically two or three outfits in newborn size. Buy them like the week you're due. I would recommend so that you buying can then return them. No newborn, personally. Because I mean, zero to three is like, it's never a problem having them a tiny bit no, bigger. No, but I th- just think they were, I just think he was cute in the clothes that really fitted him for coming home from the hospital and stuff. You Aww. know what I mean? When he's like, his cute little outfits. He that is were a perfect. well-dressed baby. He's a very well-dressed baby. He's well-dressed. He's, he's in his six to nine months. We just, well, I just rotated out his wardrobe yesterday. So he's now in his new cycle of clothing. And the last question, I'm sure lots of people are curious about how you're getting on with your reusable nappies. Oh, our our cloth nappies. Hate them. <laughs> we're, so, we're still. I mean I'm I'm still using them. They're great. Like very practical. Very practical. We're saving a lot of money, I'm sure. Saving a lot of rubbish from the landfill. Saving Rosemary. a lot of rubbish from the landfill, which is obviously my number one priority. The money is really my number one priority, but the landfill's number two. And like I do because so we use disposable nappies at nighttime because that just means when he's in the reusables we have to change them a little bit more often when he's in the disposables at nighttime if he doesn't wake up you don't need to change them. I don't know if this is a consideration, but I also feel like I'd be so much more quick to change your baby's nappy if they were de- reusables. Disposables, like, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Like when when you say the baby needs to be changed, I just go, oh, I don't even know how to manage this. This is a lot. Oh, you mean you'd be offering to do it? Yeah. Oh, at the very well, beginning I was about. offering to do it. I was like jumping up and down and then at the end I was like, I'm not handling this the right way. I don't know where to put this bag. Like <laughs> Otherwise I'd just be rolling up that little nappy and changing it. Yeah, well that's actually a friend of mine started out doing cloth nappies and then I think she was living with her parents at the time and her And one of the things was, she was like, it's fine if it's only the two of you changing the nappies. But once you have anyone else involved, you have to teach them basically how to do it. And she was like, it's just a hassle. So maybe maybe the moral here is actually when you bring Atlas over to me to mind... You put him in a disposable, and then I'll change his nappy. All well, night sorry, off. I was just thinking the last, like that time you did mind him. I did bring him over a disposable, and I gave you two disposables, and we came back, and you were cuddling him on the couch, and you're like, "We haven't moved. I haven't changed a sickle nappy," and well, you were just having was the best as time. Comfy as Larry, I wasn't <laughs> about to disrupt him for a nappy change. He was fast asleep on me. He he was. He was. Adult. I had already threateningly roared at very low volume at everybody to back off and get out of the way. I was Watching Law and Order, he was on my knee. What a great time. Yeah, like I, like I think they're grand. I think all nappies are gross. You know what I mean? I think when I first got them, I kind of didn't think about stuff like, you are, you're obviously still using wipes, right? And at nighttime, we're still using disposables. So I kind of forgot for a while that I should still be changing the bin every day or every other day. Sometimes I'd be like, oh, it smells a bit. You know what I mean? Like stuff mm, like that. Gross. Yeah, I know. And the reusable nappies obviously do smell. You know what I mean? In between washes. We put on a wash every two or three days. We put them in this big, like, diaper pail liner bag thing in the bathroom. They smell slightly. Or not in the bathroom, in the laundry room. They smell slightly. Or keep the door closed. You can also get, like, a diaper genie or whatever that I contains You gave us a diaper genie and that absolutely stank. Oh. And we eventually had to get rid of it. So I was would... supposed to use liners. Did you use liners? Oh, sorry. I was not sure. My dear. Yes, we used liners. But over time... The stench just permeated the inside of that diaper genie. Ugh. And I just, we did it, we did have it for like, you know, several months, but then I was like, this thing is not doing what it says on the label. So that's crap. Do you know what? Well, this literally, oh, well, this bag that we put them in, you, like every time you put on a wash, every time you put them in the wash, you put in the bag as well. But the thing is Beatrice as well at the moment I'm only breastfeeding him so that means that everything can just get bunged in the washing machine Once he moves on to solids it's a whole different picture because the poo needs to be knocked off and put in the bin Rosemary, and everything. Rosemary I know Beatrice Rosemary But listen before we wrap up and we will wrap up in a second I just wanted to talk about the physical recovery Yes I was just C-section. about to ask you Oh that. go Sorry So Rosemary <laughs> Oh, sorry, we're still talking about you. So, Rosemary, tell me about your physical. You obviously had a C section, which you weren't anticipating. How no. are you feeling? How are you feeling after it now? what, well, how many, what is it? What, when was the event? Just over five months. When was his birthday? October 5th. Oh, yeah, right. So, just over five, five months, months and two days. Yeah. How are you feeling? Totally back to normal, not back no. to normal? You've been I, up on that Peloton. I've been up on the Peloton twice. I've done two cycles. I've gone for a good few walks. I mean, stuff that I think would have happened whether I'd had a C-section or not, like I've gone for walks and I've gone, oh, my hip feels a bit funny. My knee feels a bit feels a bit funny. Is it because I'm in my late 30s? Is it because I just had a baby and all the relaxing goes through your joints? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I've had tweak, like little tweaks and I'm like, I don't know what that's from. But my stomach, my incision is fine, but I still have that, like my belly kind of hangs down over it. And that's, like I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago, that's quite sore. Like like the flesh is really tender. And I've started, not I've started, but I'm, I'm still getting a kind of a pain inside where I can feel like a knot of scar tissue inside. And that's still painful sometimes. So I'm kind of thinking maybe I should go back to my doctor and find out. If there's anything wrong, but I also just feel like maybe it just takes a while. I think there's no harm in going heal. back, though. You know, that's the thing. If you read so many cases of women just don't go back oh, to yeah. the doctor, so I think there's no harm in going back and saying, "Is this normal?" Also, if only you could trust talcum powder, you could be liberally sprinkling that. Well, well, I have been putting the. Oh my god, I can't remember what it's called. We use it for the baby. It's like a like a baby, like a, an anti nappy rash powder. Does it help? That I use. It helps with like. Because cause it obviously gets kind of like warm and gets... Chafing, like... Yeah, it helps with chafing. It helps with kind of sweat. But like, it doesn't help with the pain, with the discomfort. Kind you of, You know, thing. as well, though, I mean, I had, not to turn this around to me, but I had a tiny mole removed on my upper arm when I was 16, maybe. Mom's going to be like, you were 19. That's not the truth. But anyway, 16. I think I was about 16. And I went under general anesthetic and all for it, right? Like, it was quite a large mole oh. and it was... I don't, I mean, I don't, I think it was benign, but anyway, yeah. they they removed it. Still have a lot of pain around that area. Really? Yeah, in the winter and the cold weather, oh. et cetera. So I think as well with the summer that it might be good to see oh, how yeah, you feel. Mind. Yeah, throughout the summer and then afterwards, you know, and just how it feels afterwards. Because I've always wondered, you know, if that can be so, so, so sensitive in cold weather, et cetera, like what, with it's, bigger it's a very, ones, yeah, it's like, a very yeah. large scar, you know, it's a, not scar, but like it's a very large incision. Yeah, that yeah. And we obviously, you know, so many women have C-sections, especially in America. There's a much higher even yeah. percentage than in Ireland. So I think it would be interesting. Not, in, I'm not using you as a case no, study, no, no, but no, it no, might no, be helpful to get yeah, through yeah, the yeah. warmer months. And like, yeah. and I also read a study, true or untrue, you know, listeners can can tell us, any medical listeners can tell us. And, you know, I'm not a medical listener myself. So like not any medical person at all, but I have my own opinions. And I read this article and it said that people who have surgery in the summer, have a higher rate of recovery and uh, like less likelihood of like in the good, in the warm weather yeah, yeah. months, et cetera. And in the colder weather months, like, you know, less positive outcomes. Oh. So, I mean, obviously you can't control when you have a baby, you no, know, if you no. went straight into like a very cold weather period yeah. in Fort Wayne, you yeah, know, which yeah. is also, I, wonder if I don't know if that's true at all. So yeah. I like disclaimer could be bogus. yeah. yeah. But I mean, I wonder if it's also to do with that you're more inclined to be more active in your recovery in the summer than than you are in the winter. Because like I definitely when I first had them and they're like, go for a walk every day. And I did go for a very small walk mm-hmm. almost every day did. in October. And if I didn't go for a walk, I was definitely getting my steps around the house, putting and, on washes like a maniac. And you're less covered up, you know, like and they say that about whether it's true or not, yeah, like for let healing. you really breathe, et cetera. So yeah, I mean, it's true. Like you have a lot more layers on and you're and you're much yeah. more like you're saying, well, like I was saying, sitting down and covering. Basically, up and, yeah. once once November came, I didn't go for any more walks. So I was yeah. like, it's too cold well, and it's icy and I didn't yeah. want to bring out the baby. But the other thing I was gonna say was like I was thinking about this earlier, I was like, God, I actually really have bounced back because I'm the exact same weight now that I was right before I had my baby, but my body looks completely different. Huh. You know what I mean? Like like my stomach, I mean, obviously I have stretch marks and that, but like my, my stomach looks, I have a stomach that like, I probably could be six months pregnant. You know what I mean? Like I just look completely different. Um, and that's interesting to me. Well, it's still only five months, you know, and I think whatever your weight is, like your whole body is still regulating back to whatever wherever it's going to end up you know what I mean yeah, I, yeah. I, I do think that well I mean in a bit of sad news for myself I tried on a pair of trousers that I wore back to work four months after Fox was born three months after Fox was born and I couldn't even close them on myself that's the pandemic it's eating in the pandemic yeah but like honest to god I, well I mean also I was like I don't know I mean I feel like I'm holding on to these trousers like you know a gold golden ticket from Willy Wonka like I was like these are actually even if I could fit into these are they even nice? Like in Sex and the City remember when Miranda got into her skinny jeans and then they went to that that club bed or whatever Mm -hmm. she should have held on to them because those low waist low rise jeans are allegedly fashionable again or at least they were I don't even think they were low rise she should have held on to them and worn them instead of most of the stuff she wore in the new series (laughs) oh anyway 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 thank you all so much for listening this has been not without my sister, for the month of March, if you sign up to our Patreon, not only do you get an extra episode each and every Friday, but all of the proceeds of every new patron for the month of March will go towards Ukraine and will be matching their patronage. So basically, you pay $5, we donate $10 to Ukraine, and you get access to the whole back catalogue, plus a new and exclusive episode each and every Friday, as well as this episode, but ad-free and early. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Not without my sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen.
0: Who's there? Who's there? Petrified, the horror fiction anthology podcast from a darker Ireland is back.
2: <laughs> it's a big house, Laura. Mum.
0: Petrified tells the chilling tales of ordinary people encountering the supernatural and their terrifying fates. Oh, dear Reverend Mother! Help! CrimeReads.com said Petrified is extremely well written, expertly produced, and brilliantly acted. Please, don't make any noise. Please. Oh! Oh! Petrified. Series 2 begins March 30th, wherever you get your podcasts. You're not afraid out here, are you? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff. Shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods